My name is Jack Oatway. And I am Jay Oatway. This is Like Dragon, Like Son, the D&D podcast where a father, that's me. And a son. That's you. Uh, we sit around, we talk D&D, we come up with ways to uh, make your game more exciting. How to break fun, your game. How to get uh, everyone at the table to, to hate you. <laughs> do cool things that maybe you hadn't thought of. Uh, that's the hope. That's the or, goal. Or, uh, yeah, just to try and, uh, you know inspire you to take your game to the next level yeah and sometimes the way to do that is to take something that doesn't feel the way it should be and maybe giving it a little bit more love yeah so um we we've recently sort of come to this sort of i don't know why we're feeling this way but we feel like sorcerers a little you know yeah could use a little work yeah yeah they you just know. They just ain't. They just ain't lighting my fire. They ain't fire. got that oomph, you know. They don't got that same inspiration that and, a wizard inspires me. You know, and we or, sort of took it apart a little bit, and we're kind of looking at, well, what's, what in it here is kind of not working. And right? what are they about? What are they really about? You know, know? Like, why are they different from wizards? What do they look like? Because I can picture many different wizards. You know, mm. I can imagine all the different subclasses, what they all like sort of look like. You know, what wizards as a whole mean. You know, but yeah, yeah. What is a sorcerer? So, and and yeah, exactly. And why in the game? I mean, I have actually sat at a table and played with people who played sorcerers, who frankly should have been playing wizards, because I think that's what they really wanted to be playing. Mm. I'm not quite sure why they even chose the sorcerer. Maybe they were confused. They're new players. It's hard to understand. So, first of all, sorcerers are born with magic, or have you know, or have some sort of magic awakened within them. It just it suffuses their body. It's harder to control, but through that, they can manipulate it in strange sure. ways that those who study it or have been given it in other, like you know, through yeah. service. Don't so wizards are can. learned magic, right? It's mm. it's come to wizards from their spell books. The spell book's a big part of wizards, um, whether it's an actual book or something else. Uh, but they've learned the spells mm. and paid for them essentially, because you got to buy the paper and copy it over. And there's like got that whole bit of it. And you know the wizards often play up the spell components a lot more, or maybe they've got casting focus or something but it's it really has like a really traditional spell casting sort of vibey thing going you know, on hogwarts you know yeah. harry potter style if, learning the spells that way if you grew up on harry potter yeah you definitely would think they're all wizards yeah you're a wizard harry right yeah yeah uh you're not they don't say you're a sorcerer <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess in thing in fantasy, sorcerers tend to have sort of an evil vibe. I think yeah. Disney I think gives that to what them. Warlocks are right. Yeah, almost. And so, well, that's well, that's also then clerics and warlocks are like divine magic. You know, some higher being through their patronage or you yeah. know service or worship grant powers. And, to... and and sorcerers could kind of be that, I suppose, in a way, but but in a different way. The important thing is that the magic is inside them mm. somehow. It's not just given to them. You know, like I can take it away at any point you know the same like there's something about a sorcerer that feels like that you are part magic you and, know much as there's hemoglobin as you running through your blood at there's magic e each of the subclasses for it the idea kind of like the way i like to think about it is thinking a bit like 
the different type of X-Men or superhero sort of tropes that are sort of out there. And each of the subclasses kind of speaks to like, oh, you want to make a character that's kind of got, you know, say in a very electric sort of, you know, powers of the storm sort of vibe. Well, there's a storm subclass mm. and you like, you have this sort of electric -y sort of powers um, that you could like, but again, a lot of this comes down to you also making, when you make a sorcerer to be like choosing all the spells and everything that sort of makes them thematically yeah. fit into their subclass. If you're going to build a sorcerer and then just take a complete wide range Swiss army knife style um, of all sorts of different types of spells, well then you basically you're kind of playing a wizard again. Yeah. And I, I almost like to imagine that a sor many sorcerers besides maybe the most practiced or experienced of ones really have less control over, you know, at least role play wise, you know, the idea that they, they don't quite understand the full extent of what's in them as much as a wizard has full comprehension over what they know. And it's more or like they seeking want to learn exactly what, what I like want that. to learn. Sorcerers have something already in them that they just yeah. don't know how to access. Or yet. They've, yeah, they've only discovered so much of mm -hmm. it. And as they gain in levels, they gain more control to, and yeah, to mm -hmm. enhance and do cool things with it. So that's the other part that makes sorcerers really interesting is meta magic. That's right. Right. So meta magic lets you do things with your spells that wizards can't do. Yeah. And that's sort of the main appeal of it almost. But but meta magic I I often feel a little bit like it was rushed. Like mm. they didn't they didn't give us a ton of options with it. It's kind of a little bit um you know there could be more yeah. meta magic options. We've never seen an increase uh, of meta magic options, really. Or maybe Tasha gives a couple new ones. Mm. But and but again, to the point of why did Tasha give us a couple new ones? Because we desperately needed them yeah. to make uh, just to sort of give a little bit more love to sorcerers. Um, but the other major problem with sorcerers and their meta magic, I feel, is they... the weird mishmash of sorcery point spell slots, right? Well, not just that, but the the, the handcuffs that you have. Mm. When it comes to how many sorcery points are you allowed to use on meta magic? Well, it's more how many meta magic or how many meta magic things use. you can use per turn. It's very limited. Mm. Uh, it's effectively saying like one. Yeah. Maybe two if you get the right combination, but mostly one. Yeah. And and I sort of feel like that would be like saying to a monk, "Hey, yeah, you." Well, yeah, you could use more than one key point, but really we want you just to use one monk feature, key powered monk feature it's like, per, oh, per round. I think if you want like a, a more concise example, it's like saying, oh, we use flurry of blows. Well, you can't use stunning strike this turn then. That would be too powerful. And it's like, what? No. Of course not. Like monks stack and stack it and stack it. And if you want to keep burning key points, you go, go crazy. Huh. You're going to run out of them pretty fast. Um, why can't we just let the sorcerers be the same way? Yeah. Right. You're going to have if you want to stack up all these different points to do different things. Go for it. Mm. You're you know why that is hard. You're going to make one really super duper cool spell, um, but it's going to cost you a lot. It's going to so, maybe cost you half of your day's intake, you know. So and so then the question becomes like currently sorcerers don't have enough points to really be doing more than one meta magic per well, turn. Well, that's the other thing. The way they and ended so, up building sorcery points was is, it kind feels of like you hardly limited. have anything, you know. There is a, uh, a like dragon like sun solution to this mm. problem, and it's it's completely invented by us. Nobody else has ever seen it. Well, particularly if you went to page two hundred and eighty nine of your dungeon master's guide, you, you wouldn't, definitely wouldn't you would see not find it. Spell in points. 
the Dungeon Master's Workshop section of that book. Yeah. But it's there. So this isn't actually us. This is, this is, and I really, when I read this page, it's actually page 288 that starts. Um, it's part of how to make uh, new class options uh, in the DM's guide. And it says variant spell points. And when I read through this, I think... This is what sorcerers were meant to be, I right? almost think that they had this in the early like play testing. This is how we're going to do sorcerers. We're going to use spell points, which is an idea that goes back through some of the other uh, editions. But there's somebody like just chickened out at the end, and they're like, no, spells are already complicated enough. I don't want people to have to learn a whole nother spell system, system and, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Let's just chuck it. Check it in the back of the DM's guide. Make them full casters. And just like because wizards. nobody ever reads the back of the DM's guide. And voila, spell points will be there, but they'll be forgotten about. So hey, Until now. hey folks, this is actually, Quite this, cool. is, this is such a cool way to do this. Such a cool way. Mm, I'm um, sure it has its problems upon practice, but experimentally, this feels like what sorcerers probably should have been. Right. So let's, let's delve right. into so it. It's the one, biggest change we've made to right. our revised sorcerer. It, it, let me just take a little passage from the book here. In this variant, each spell has a point cost based on its level. For example, a first level spell would cost you four points to cast. No, two. Nope. Am I got this wrong? Oh, it's down here. Two points to cast. Right. The second level spell will cost you three points to cast. This is, if you're familiar with the sorcery spell slot conversion table in, like, like the sorcerer yeah, like, class exactly in terms of what's converting sorcery points to spell slots, it's pretty much the exact same, except it extends all the way to ninth level. Yeah. Well, and this is interesting. It um, While it extends all the way to ninth level, they do have a caveat in here mm. that spells of sixth level and higher are particularly taxing to cast. You can use spell points to create one slot for each level of sixth or higher. Uh, you can't create another slot of the same level until you finish a long rest. And now this would sort of this would sort of cap uh, sorcerers in a way that wizards aren't capped. Mm. Wizards do get multiple sixth and seventh and eighth level spells. Well, I think they get maybe two sixth levels. I don't know if they get a second and seventh level. Maybe uh, they do. It's they super high only levels. end up with one ninth at the top. But anyways. Mm. But uh, the point is they know way more spells, which yeah. they could theoretically And they can actually use. get more of these than a sorcerer could. But that's okay, because a sorcerer is going to make up for it with their other things they can do with their like sorcerer. Like metamagic points. and exactly. class features. So, yeah. So basically, instead of gaining a number of spell slots to cast your spells, you gain a pool of spell points instead. Pretty much just like sorcery points. We've even called it sorcery points, not spell points. I think, points yeah, for... we, we're just going to convert it over. We're going to call it sorcery points. And just rip it this straight. pool of spell points, we are going to dump the sorcery points that you get as a sorcerer into that pool as well. Really? I always just kept it at the normal thing. Hmm. We could do that too. I think just I'd be happy don't overcomplicate it. I would be happy to dump a few more into it. I think there it is, doesn't if you take If you take the feat... Um, metamagic. It's two more. Uh, you get two more into the pool. But it's like a drop in the bucket by your it's well, 16th I think level it's gonna, with 94. Maybe, like, I think it's going to matter a lot more at the bottom than... Um, but, but then are, are you... like By the time you're fourth level and picking it up, you already have 17. The, the so, main thing is that... So it, our main idea okay. here then is on, yeah. essentially that we can cast our spells from this pool of points mm -hmm. and we can also draw from this pool of points to add metamagic effects to that spell. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take... It's all one system. And we're going to take the, the the training wheels off of metamagic. We're going to take the handcuffs off. And just like key points, 
we're going to say if you've got the points to spend, you can add another metamagic effect to a spell. Although you can only mm -hmm. add a metamagic spell to the effect once. This is to like... Unless it specifically yeah. says otherwise. This is to prevent someone from distant, 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 distant. And so it's right. reaching you can seven add distance miles, once you know, to like, it. Exactly. Um, you can add... You know, seeking you power, power, power. You can power like, at once. You can. With all these, you don't need, would need to do twice anyway. So you'd never double subtle spell. I mean, it's true. Some of them some only are, work as are one time, only going to work. As some do have stacking. But yes, and so you it's can just subtly cast something and, and increase distant. its distance. Yeah, or quicken subtle cast yeah, it. Yeah, quicken and, then... and subtle. Ooh, and guess what? I'm convinced you've not broken the game yeah. well we'll actually play test this with uh, in the week to come, and we will report back to you if there's anything majorly broken but as i can sort of like imagine scenarios playing out like this there is no way that the sorcerer suddenly at the table is overpowered mm. overpowering everybody because they burnt an extra one of their points to not make any noise when they cast their spell like ooh, yeah. i mean that's almost more flavor and cool factor than it is anything like majorly important i mean there might be a kind of sneaky sneaking into some sort of situation where not to break stealth the sorcerer can do something like that um but mm. hardly is that you know going to be such a situation where the dm's like oh my god i can't believe how powerful the sorcerer is he's so yeah. quiet there's also just to keep it clear a max spell level cap in terms of the spell slots you create so you can't create you know since even though maybe at the fourth level you have 17 points, you can't create a sixth level spell just because theoretically you could. There is a spell level like max, which is also in the table of spell point variants if you wanted to check it. I think the thing I love most about this whole shift over to spell points is that it does make sorcerers feel a whole lot more unique. So how many spell... So, I mean, I was... So the, the, the chart shows this. At first level, you'd have four points. Mm -hmm. At second, you'd have sixth. At third, you'd have 14. At fourth, you have 17. At fifth, you have 27. At sixth, you go to 32 points. Yep. Um, I was adding in the spell, the, the sorcery points on top of that as well. but I don't think it makes a big difference. By the time you're second level, I think you're already there. You know? um, I like the idea of giving him a few more sorcery, because, because the spell points are already balanced out as slots. So if you sort of have to draw your sorcery points I from think that as well. It, I think of... the thing I like about it is that it makes them feel a little bit like, oh, I have to be a little bit more creative at lower levels, you know, because well, maybe that's it. Maybe that, that then, that's if we want to, if there's mm -hmm. people out there worried that this is going to be OP, we, we can say, well, if well, we, look, you've if got we two first level spells, if we or, subtract the sorcery yeah, point, if we two don't, if we don't add the actual sorcery points on there, you're actually getting fewer, fewer casting powers this way. Mm. I think adding the sorcery points on wouldn't break it either. Mm. Um, and we continue to let, especially lower level sorcerers actually play their character at the table because um, you start, how many sorcery points do you, does a sorcerer start with at first uh, level? They get four sorcery points. So that would be two first right. level spells or so, a couple cantrips with metamagic on So it. yeah, so that would take you to eight whole spell points. Um, and like I said, yeah, first level spells, which would be all you'd know at this point, um, they cost you two points each. And if you know two or three metamagic options at this point and you want to cast both Well, them, at first level, you know none. You know, none. You're right. You don't pick them up. Actually, again, there would be a tweak as well. I'd do this class. Why not give you at least one meta magic right out of the gate? No, 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 no. Second level. Well, well warlocks don't get right. invocations oh, at the gate. Want, we don't want to have somebody just doing a one level dip in sorcerer and getting something. Well, if they wanted that, just pick meta magic adept. Yeah, 
that's the point of meta magic adapt is so that you don't have, you have to, to take a take dip. two three levels you know this is two levels frankly you're already getting it way sooner than you normally would you know yeah. by the time your second level how long is that going to be hopefully right. not very so long so let's say here. you start at second level you got you got three meta magic now rather than six, two and six spell points so in theory you could have i'd say nine you say six uh i i think nine would be more fun well it would oh it would only be seven it wouldn't only be eight no because you only have two sorcery points two sorcery level. points okay. so it'd be eight. eight i think six is fine you have three meta magic options at this point you have but it's really only you'd only be able to get to use like it like once per like long rest maybe like well it's one still act. it's still otherwise your spells just look like out. spells well you're still well you're, why is every spell you're casting at first level you, you have like four cantrips at this point you have more cantrips than you have spells known well the whole point be, is that you, you'd probably be using the, all these points on cantrips mm-hmm. you've got you know four or maybe five cantrips in you that are way cooler than the wizards one per day you know like are you really casting that much more that really needs that much more flavor anyways by second level you've got way more cantrips than anyone else you've got three spells known you've got six sorcery points and you can yeah. be creative with well, how they use but them. again choosing the cantrips so and that class feature subclass you don't want to choose the cantrips so that you're that you just look like a wizard again though you gotta well, choose. The, the spell list is different to sort of suit that. There's less mendings and things like that, which are, well, I suppose I think there still is. But the whole point is it's less utility, weird, mathematical, not weird, but like divine or things like that. It's very much so raw, elemental or superhero-esque mm. type stuff. you know. And I suppose then we encourage you, if making this type of a revised sorcerer, to pick cantrips or spells that align with your yeah, core I mean, idea say you're like a, a fire a fiery sort of guy you've mm-hmm. got fire in your blood you wouldn't pick red frost um no but you pick firebolt Easy. and you'd be Great able bonfire. to and you'd be able to twin it control flames uh and those you could perhaps expand them or something mm. um and i think that's the kind of the the way you've got to build this character as a sorcerer is you got to try and think okay i have this like fire ability for example and how do i continue to do it so that my fire ability seems just innately more powerful than regular fire magic does right like i can chuck two firebolts in one turn rather than just one that makes already a very interesting um attack and i can do that if i'm if i'm second level i guess i could do that six times right or eight depending how you decide to want to do the points Mm. um and that's cool i think keep it i I don't know I, i think i like the idea that they start weaker because I almost feel like a wizard at the gate. There's like a pride and I know these spells and I've got these slots and a sorcerer's still trying to figure out what's going on, you know, role play wise. I imagine at first level, you don't really know what's going on with your powers. You know, maybe you've got a little bit of juice in you per day to do something that, hey, that wizard can't do. And they kind of look at you a little funny, you know, and then as you get more and more powerful, suddenly every turn you're busting out things that the wizard has no idea how to even comprehend. Well, that's just it. I think the, the sorcerer gets really cool as their spell points get deeper and they do get big. They said by by sixth level, you've, sixth got, level, you've got 32. 32 points. Plus which, you've got at this which point again, though, four I mean, metamagics. Sure. And and yeah, you might want to be trying to roll out a bigger spell with that because you can. Mm. Um, or again, you focus on the basics. But what you can do is you can make a, a crazy you can make You increase the spell slot for some sure. of the lower level spells at scale. Mm. Especially because you're not you're only learning one spell every level, and so you're adding a few and more most low twenty, a few more d sixes or d eights or whatever the damage type is from it onto that attack 
mm-hmm. as well as then maybe doing it uh, a careful or whatever so that maybe yeah so maybe my fireball or my burning hands burning hands would be a good one if i was a fiery guy my first level burning hands i can cast it up a couple notches yeah, and five deliver a, deliver a lot more you know kapow for it and then yeah. i can still throw my meta magic on it to uh to be careful about who i hit i could maybe extend the range of it gosh that would be huge well that's a cone so can i extend cones i think extend works with, well that's actually interesting i've actually also modified if you extend a magics. cone it's area of effect i think you mean gets, distance right yeah distance like on that one range range of five feet or greater you can double the range of the spell does that mean yeah. double the cone range wow that's an amazing combo so 30 right foot there cone 30 foot cone up the damage dice on that one and careful with it so that you i think don't technically it's a self spell is it yeah it's a self uh, maybe you feet. can't but alternatively there maybe we introduce a different one that you know impacts the way cones work you know specifically <laughs> but even if it didn't lines even whatever, if it right? didn't the you know the idea of being able being to able do it to throw, or, throw a blast out like that or yeah. suddenly it it, it melts oh you see the fire melts into dripping yeah, a, poison com- a combination of being able to do that as a bonus action if you quickly cast it or, and then like say yeah. carefully not hit your friends with it yeah. missing them or the flames and then, then chase you, with and then you like can use and then you, you can know? use your action to run away yeah um because as a as a sorcerer you've got no no armor mm. unless we change that well yeah now going back to proficiencies i think that trade at the low level for not having as many potential spells or things you can do as the wizard or other casters because getting mage armor up all the time is going to cost you too much it's true we now have light armor as a proficiency so leather studded leather yeah and uh, it's simple not what great, a great but... idea like mm-hmm. let let this like let the sorcerer be less of a robes sort of person and let them just be a a very sort of simple sort of adventurer who like a bit like the mm-hmm. rogues can you know slap on a bit of a bit of uh leather and uh i like the idea of, so of them starting off with studded leather as well yeah. you know given that d6 hit die i mean also oh we didn't even mention one of our biggest changes do you hate how you have to use charisma to cast and you also have to balance dexterity and oh do i want other skill proficiencies and intelligence and wisdom yeah, and why, oh why my constitution should be strong why, too for gosh sakes is it are, charisma are charisma casters i mean is it like some presence of spirit or whatever that's dumb okay that's dumb. so we've it, changed it yeah. to constitution casting because it's is it not you controlling the magic surging through your veins and, and you this know? is going to be controversial because there are no other constitution casters no and it it's, seems powerful at first glance because that also improves your concentration checks it improves your you know hit points which i think for a d6 is only you know d6 hit die is pretty fair but we've kept the saving throw still constitution and charisma but still that means you're probably gonna have really good con saves it's gonna be hard to poison you so much which i feel like the magic in your body would be fighting off that kind of stuff anyways you know i I agree i feel like it's one of these things that if your constitution was to drop for some reason Mm. if there was some magical thing that reduced your constitution it would reduce your magical abilities yeah that if you were a weak constitution sorcerer you would have a much harder time mustering the energy that you need to yeah. to cast something. I think that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's a direct correlation on there on for a sorcerer on their level of constant constitution. So that's a huge change. It's very also, hard to implement mm. on D and D Beyond. I went and kind of played around with like building 
a constitution caster, you effectively have to go through all your spells, which good news as a sorcerer you don't have that many yeah you have um, maybe at first level two plus you have four to go through and on each but... one add a little customization which adds in the extra modifier and gets rid of the charisma one yeah though. that basically you just got to adjust you know one each each spell mm. so that reflects the uh your constitution bonus rather than your charisma one mm. and then the dice rolls will automatically work if you're playing online or whatever yeah also fine. keeping notes of how many spell points you have is a courtesy to dms if yeah you're that'll be this. that'll also be the other them if you're trying to run this that'll be the other thing well i mean yeah i in general i will actually i suppose i'm actually thinking this episode is more for dms mm. um especially if you know somebody in your party is talk thinking about if you're starting up a game or they're thinking i'm gonna I'm thinking about doing a sorcerer Give them this option. I think they're going to enjoy their sorcerer way more when they have this big pool of points that they get to draw from and that they get to cast with their constitution, which they can buff up. And they can be a really great, effective, fun caster in the party um, that can do some really cool tricks. But I would really Mm -hmm. encourage coaching them to come up with a curated list of spells and even reflavoring the spells um, so that they... They really suit the the build that they part of a thematic idea that's all, you know, backstory that, related. Yeah, it makes sense. sense yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking to some other proficiencies, we've given them all simple weapons, not just specific ones like darts and whatever's right. They're all simple weapons now. Although you still will have to invest in whatever strength dexterity to use them. Still no tools. Uh, yeah. Some extra skills I mean, to choose from. If, if you run out of points, it'd still. be nice to be able to hit something with a Bigger stick, list. you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got rid of some of the, like, persuasion-y ones, because I feel like maybe there could be a persuasion, but I feel like you can get that from a background if you really wanted it, you know, or some race. I've chosen from this list, of course, which could be modified or just, again, follow the regular sorcerer ones. Acrobatics, Arcana, Deception, Insight, Intimidation, Performance, Stealth, and Survival. I think I could also maybe cut off stealth, but I feel like those kind of yeah, make sense. I, I think I think the previous one, it was such a charisma build in some ways, which again just feels like it's stealing from the warlock or the bard. Yeah, I mean, do we need sorcerers to be the charisma guy? I don't no, know. I think make them special. I think try and make every caster feel unique somehow. I mean, bards uh, less so. I feel like they don't really have any unique casting besides their kind of unique spell list. Although it does feel a little constrictive at times. Um, there's nothing really fun that they do with it. Uh, otherwise, they only use their spell slots for spells, and it's kind of similar to everything else. But clerics feel like, you know, you prepare them every day, and druids are similar, but there's, like, other things you can do with channel divinities and those add-on. You know, wizards not only know spells, but also prepare them, and warlocks have their two spell slots per day, but get them back at a short rest. And now this is spell points. Like, every caster starts to feel a little bit different when you play them, besides just the super visual, like, coding. You know, very baked into the class, they all feel a little different. Equipment's also changed. I've made it a light crossbow and 20 bolts or any simple weapon, Dungeoneers and Explorers pack, and studded leather armor and two daggers. That gives you a little bit of an AC bump over some of your competitors, like wizard competitors, yeah. where they will be relying on mage armor or something like that to get some at least decent AC. And you start out the gate with 12 plus your proficiency modifier. Or you can take it off and choose to invest in something like mage armor if you wanted. Um, but still. And some daggers as well, because daggers are always handy. Not even in combat, just in general. Having daggers on you is a good idea. Um, 
Spellcasting, like we sort of mentioned, has changed. You still get lots of cantrips, which I think is sort of integral to the way sorcerers sort of function. You know, that they have a lot of cantrip options, you know, within them that feel a little bit more, you know... Yeah, when I think, and I like the two. idea that you've got this deeper spell pool now. So mm-hmm. your cantrips... You can really do, are playground You can almost. do a lot with, yeah, really bolstering, uh, you know... And it, I don't know, it still depends what you want to go with it, but... Um, but yeah, if you wanted to be sort of uh, a wind guy, you could, you know, do something with gust. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to be more of a aberrant mind sort of type, right? There's like mind sliver and minor illusion um, that could really like mess with people. If you want to be sort of an electricy sort of person, there's uh, grasp, which you could light, with and lightning lure as well. Mm, right? Shocking grasp with distance spell, you could turn that into an actual yep. ranged lightning thing. You can which is you fun. could throw shocking grass, which would be kind of fun. Yeah, or extend um, lightning lures a little bit further. Sure. Or you know, there's plenty. And then of as first level goes as well, like you with. know, something like chromatic orb, mm. because it lets you basically choose whatever damage type you want to do with it. It's you a can, solid one. You can be very. Uh, you can choose like if I say I'm a fire guy. Chromatic orb is just like my upscaled uh firebolt right mm. it's just another way to sort of throw a bit more damage with it uh, a bit farther away for another uh, couple spell points so yeah other I notes fun. yeah i think constitution is a big one also in terms of spell casting focus we think like as a sorcerer you don't need arcane focus to cast your spells without material components yeah i feel I like think you, just, you just don't need them sorcerers just everything comes out of their body it's all like like i said it's very much more superhero very much more x-men or you know that sort of thing where you've got this you know you're born with this sort of call it a mutation or call it a gift from a god or mm. call it you know whatever uh, evolution genetic enhancement uh call it uh, or as it often does in the book you know you've got dragon blood or whatever yeah and uh, giant blood mm, exactly sorcerers origins i've also made them a little clericky where they get something at first and second level but the second level thing is very much so tied into metamagic where it gives you a special one that sort of makes more sense with the subclass in general um, and I think you can replace this choice if you don't like it, but it gives you an extra one pretty much out the gate as well. So rather than just two, you get three and then it goes, you know, even more. Uh, and, and by the end you should have like that's super six fun too, because, because it, I think the whole point of the, having these points and being able to mix and match on these things is to have Eight. those mm-hmm. options. And again, you don't have that. Your points are going to run out so fast. If you as a sorcerer decide, okay, I'm going to throw all my meta magic onto this thing into the highest slot I can make to, to cast it. Mm. Um, yay, okay, well, that was your one spell for the day, I guess, then. What are you going to do next? Uh, good thing you got those daggers. Yeah. Well, you do have all your cantrips. Right? right. But I'm just saying, like, it's in a game scenario, it can be, if you've saved your points all day for the big fight, mm. you can dro- drop a, cool a really massive blow in it, but you're not going to be... Yeah, I could be doing that turn after turn after turn. Mm. It's at least not at lower levels. At higher levels, yeah, you, maybe you can put some bigger combinations together, but you're going to be fighting things with way more HP anyway, so it'll all work out. Yeah. I, we didn't really think about how this would work with multiclassing. I mean, I'm sure you'd need some adjustments because with the way spell points and sorcerer... Like, yeah. Do you I think maybe just I cut it off? Like, I would say this version of sorcerer doesn't multi-class. Doesn't multi-class at all? If you're okay. going to do a multi-class sorcerer slash other spellcaster... Just use the regular sorcerer. Then you're going to have to go back to... Maybe. To using 
the the spell slot system just because these two things aren't super compatible and i know there's lots of people out there who've done like the really cool warlock Sorlock, the Sorlock yeah. combination that allows you to like rebuild your thing and blah 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 first of all cool, that's like it's yeah but it's also very gamey yeah. um in terms of trying to take mechanics and push them synergize together. them together to create this sort of loopy whatever uh, to me that doesn't feel breaker. like a it doesn't feel like a character concept that just feels like exploiting the rules um right where so what we're trying to do here is not exploit rules we're trying to use some stuff that's been published in the dm's mm, guide to make sorcerers feel cool again um and making a few other tweaks here just to make this class something i want to play yeah um and then, and again with a real eye on asking ourselves do we feel this is getting overpowered at any point do we feel this is like a runaway oh my god look what they've been able to do and then I, and every time I, I wonder about that, I, I do, I bring myself back to the monk and I think, was, is this more crazy than what a monk can do in one turn? And mm. my answer is almost always, nope. Yeah. Uh, nope. Monk can still do way more crazy stuff in one turn. Uh, but much like a monk, we've also tried to introduce more things you can do with sorcery points that aren't just, you know, spells. Yeah. And so or, this is, this is a little bit more of an add on. So a third of level, our own sort yeah. of creation. To make it a little bit, well, I mean, parts of it are actually from, you know, various Unearthed Arcanas, things that just ended up getting scrapped, or things that I feel like sorcerers could benefit from, or things that are in Tasha's. Um, and so it's called, I call the feature Arcane Aptitude, which is sort of a way to harness your magic to perform specific abilities outside of just your spells. So you can choose one option, and I get, whenever you replace, like gain a level, you can replace it. Um, but you don't get multiple of these. It's just like one thing to give your sorcerer a little bit extra, you know, flair, something else to do with their sorcery flavor. points, right? A little flavor. Uh, one of them is Arcane Fortitude. Say you're a little, feeling still a little squishy with a D6 hit die. You can, as an action, spend up to five sorcery points and gain some temporary hit points um, equal to your con mod for each sorcery point spent. So if you got invest in Constitution, that could be a theoretically strong amount. And I could see that role played as different things. Twenty mm. later on in the game, up to twenty temporary hit points. Like for a draconic blood sorcerer, maybe that's you know scales thickening or growing over as you know, or elements like roiling over it to heal. Sure. You know, with or if you're a sorcerer, well, maybe shadows. Sometimes, you know, yeah. Or sometimes you can think you of or, hit points even just as sort of hero- heroism, sort of bolstering. Yourself, you know, there's or divine soul that, is some sort of yeah, um, divine plating or glow yeah. or something right that just sort of give you a little bit more tough you know in you so that you can maybe try and get a little bit closer well, or run away tough. without i mean and again we we haven't really play falling. tested this like five, it could be too much five times three is 15 uh at low levels 15 hit points is significant it's very true um you know but again that's, that's, at low levels how many sorcery points do you really have to spend you know well i Five uh, is like pretty much your whole thing. level is uh, four. So you could theoretically get, say, again, con plus three. You can spend four to get, what, 12 hit points? And, and that's your magic that's spend for the day. Your, mag- oh, your whole magic spend for the day. Looks Hope you like cantrips for 12 temporary hit points. Is it worth it? Uh, well, it might be. Yeah, uh, it could be very worth it. And again, you wouldn't have to choose this one. This would be a particular type of build that would want to make sure mm. they could give themselves some extra HP. A little bit of buffer there, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I like the fact that it's temporary hit points as well. Not regular so hit you points, can't, it's not actual healing. you can't actually, and you can't stack this. Mm. Like, if you, you, it's a it's a use once, and then you're not going to be able to go yeah. and do much with it again. Because if you, unless you like your temporary hit points have whittled way down, and then you're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do mm. it again on top of that. But you can't, you can't ever get more than 
well, I mean, what would be the most? 25. 25? Five social points But by the time you've got that, like, you, by the time you've got your and it's your whole action too, out you know? like that. It's your whole action if you really want to spend the, it. The you baddies know, like, will be doing at least 25 points of damage per turn, so. Well, maybe. And it's your action, so you maybe have to think, okay, do I have to also invest two more sorcery points in a quicken spell, you know, to actually fire off a spell this turn because I sure. use my whole action to gain I mean, temporary points. By the time you're that level, you might have 80 sort of exactly and this might not be so worth it so when you gain the level you switch it over to another choice you know maybe you're less squishy at that point and you choose perhaps imbued weapon whereas a bonus action while holding a weapon you can spend a single sorcery point much cheaper to make the weapon count as magical for the purposes of overcoming resistances and immunities for the next minute or until you dismiss the effect this is a way to make as well if you're down Mm -hmm. to your last spell point yeah okay and you're like okay i'm just gonna enhance my enchant my dagger Mm -hmm. It's magical now. And now I'm just going to stab this were-rat until he's dead. Yeah. Or I'm dead, whichever mm-hmm. happens first. If that's And also a bonus action, so you could still fire off a spell and then try Which, and if do it wasn't this. Magical or do this and, and then attack. And you're attacking the creature that had resistance to non-magical weapons. Maybe you feel like you're, you're really... Uh, the, the question is, why aren't you just using, hitting it with a cantrip? But, hey. Well, maybe you... No judging. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Gust just isn't cutting it. Yeah. From magical, oh sorry, have, you from should have taken Gust and Mage Hand. You mm. have. <laughs> from Tasha's, there's this feature called Magical Guidance, and I thought I could tie it into this, where when you fill an ability check, you can spend two sorcery points to essentially re-roll it and use a new roll. This doesn't care if you've got advantage or disadvantage. This is just being able to re-roll one of the d20s and using the new roll essentially, right? Yeah. So roll disadvantage. Hey, you got that twenty and that seven. You roll the other one. Now it's a fourteen. You know. Still not as good as that 20, but hey, at least you don't feel crushed from that disadvantage or something like that, right? It's a little bit better. Or if you have an advantage and you kind of roll bad on both, you have another chance to re-roll for the cost of two sorcery points. Um, I think that one's actually quite good. Makes you much more skill monkey-ish somehow, I feel, um, almost. If, especially in the things you want to be good in, like being able to sense the magic within something with like Arcana or like decipher it with like, you know, cryptic, you know, Eldritch things in your head through some you know aberrant mind sorcerer or perhaps you're like stealthing well and like the shadows coil around you of your shadow magic so you use this feature to make it a little bit better or whatever right uh sorcerer's restoration when you finish a short rest you can this is the final one i think this is perhaps maybe the most popular in my eyes it's kind of like the the best one that build everybody's wise. gonna take yeah i kind of feel that way when you finish your short rest you can regain a number of sorcery points equal to your sorcerer level this is if you really love your sorcery points and you think oh god gee you know, I wish I had a couple more of those. And this is kind of mirroring also the arcane restorate or like recovery yeah, and, and things like and that. And I think, yeah, I think this is, especially if you're not going to give the extra sorcery points into the pool, having this ability instead is really great because then... It gives you a little bit back. Yeah, after that short rest that, you know, after you had a big fight, everything's gone sort of pear-shaped. Yeah. Now at least you know you're not you're completely, completely tapped. Yeah. That you've got... you. You've got something now, like I said, whether it's enough to imbue a little a weapon with some attacks or to bolster a couple can trips, uh, something that makes you feel like you can keep going that day without um, without being useless towards the party. Which uh, I've seen low level sorcerers really struggling before, so. I think it's important to, though to put a cap on this where once you use it, you can't do it again until you finish your long rest. You can't just like yeah. short rest, short rest, short rest of until course. you get all your stuff back. Of course. Uh, it's a once per day thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. that's that sort of stuff is not going to break the game. 
not going to make sorcerers overpowered. It's going to make them very playable, make them very fun to play, mm. um, give them a very unique vibe compared to wizards and what wizards do yeah, um, and how wizards do it. Uh, but also there's a, there's a way that the spells are, the spell list has been, I know they've added some stuff to it, but the sorcerer spell list is a little bit more restricted and you don't, you don't typically change your spells as a sorcerer, mm. right? You learn stuff. And when I say learn, you, you know, you develop this spell power within you. Um, and then you sort of add to it as you sort of, as you grow in power. But I think, you know, you've got to really think of your sorcerer as, you know, what are the powers that they were born with that was, that are, that are coming out in them now and how does it all sort of fit towards the theme of this, you know, just like when you look at, if you look at, like I said, X-Men and something I keep going back to, if your X-Men character is about ice, then you're about ice. If it's about, you know, reading people's thoughts, it's about reading people's thoughts. If it's about teleporting, it's about teleport. You know what I mean? Like, they Yeah, don't... I think this is less Wolverine style X-Men. Yeah. Though, I feel like you're not, like, if you want to do thinking, that, play Barbarian. I know, or... but I'm thinking like Storm or yeah. something, or I'm thinking about, like, they... You're more a... magical, less brute. Yeah, they have ones. like, they have like one real, like, power of some sort that they do that that's kind of that the character sort of hinges off of and maybe it's more than one maybe as they're they develop their skills they there's things that have are relevant more and more. You know, like storm you know, doesn't pr- just professor, do lightning no you're right and professor x isn't just, just in your head yeah although he kind of is like there's you know, telekinesis stuff yeah right, there's, a, well. there's a few other things that come mm. around it magneto you know his soup he's got tremendous amounts of ability to control things but it's again it's just he doesn't it's also thematic. He doesn't also throw fireballs. No, because that's just that would be like that doesn't fit his character. Like, but maybe he, your your guy is you know half fire, half ice. You know, I also think very much so. My Hero Academia. I mean, that's more Japanese anime inspired, um, where like all the kids are like have these weird weird quirks in them. You know, that are like some specific power. You know, um, and yeah, you rather could, than like learn. If your character build idea is well, he's going to be half fire and half ice, well, great. Well, then there's your idea but you don't but then you don't take mind sliver mm. you know like yeah. I'm saying, like you just you pick the stuff that for that build come up with that an idea sense. what yeah. do they look like what are they about are they all about wind great they're about wind they're about this they're about you know pick some sort of power that seems to be emanating from your sorcerer based on your subclass choices as well because mm. those come with a little bit of backstory with each one of them um try to find something that's kind of a fun idea in there that feels kind of original for you and uh and then you pick spells that really suit that and don't worry about how you you know versatile your spell base is if you want to be versatile pick wizard or cleric or druid exactly go especially the 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 cleric druid side they may be some of our most versatile casters because they can well wizards obviously the most 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 versatile now well, they but get like I think every the, spell the ability, well, the ability for clerics and druids to change out from their entire spell list every day well, is... Well, so do wizards, but in a way. But you know? they don't own every well, wizard They learn spell. two spells every level. That's pretty crazy. Well, know, they, they start they, out with six. And and if you're a generous DM, you can actually give them more. Yeah, exactly. Spell throws out the land. Who knows? You can know every spell possible as a wizard. I mean, you can... If you feel like you really want to give your... If you feel like your wizard needs a little like extra help... They discover scrolls, yeah. a bunch of them. That's your favorite thing. That's great. Like, what? And so suddenly you're like, you know, what are the four spells that you just, you really wanted? Here they are. Mm. And, you know, you can't do that for sorcerers. Or tie it into the story. Well, exactly. that would be the other question on this as well. And you and I had some disagreement on this one. 
I was saying that of all the things that sorcerers gain, I was going to take one thing away from mm. them. And I was going to take away their ability to use scrolls. I think that's fair, honestly. Um, that because they're not learned in spells, mm. because, you know, they, the, the scrolls that are for, you know, that wizards and artificers can read and possibly even warlocks because of, you know, all clerics too, and, and, and clerics and druids, they get their own ones as well, which they're written in sort of some sort of and bards. And yeah. Those things, oh, I can see how they're all written for those characters in a way mm. like those, all of them somehow, you know, have a insight into some sort of written vocabulary that could explain it. Where sorcerers is just, it's all just raw physical. Yeah, the locus of, of control is really within you. And you that's know? the thing about, about moving it into constitution as yeah. well. It's just like, no, this is a physical thing. Mm. Um, you, you almost sort of like see the sorcerer thinking, actually, I, I do, I'll do, I'll be more powerful if I can become more healthy. Yeah. That's actually f way more like what's going to give me power, not a scroll. Mm, exactly. So, yeah. Finally, we've redone the capstone because we feel it's a little lackluster. Just yeah. gaining some social if, points back. If you are the sort of or player and DM out there who are like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's learn a 20th level fight. Or even yeah. play a campaign all the way to 20th level. Bless your heart if you make it that far. Well, it's true. Um, rarely do we see this. But, you know, it's nice to think about. It's nice to it imagine. Is. And and if we kept it, it just you get four back. Oh, that's a... Again, a drop in the bucket of our it's 133 right at bad. this point, right? Um, Hardly so, makes any sense. So we've changed it a little bit. It's two things now. First thing, we want it to almost feel arc druid without feeling too arc druid, yeah. if you know what I mean. Where it's like they ban it if you ever do a 20th level thing. So the choice, essentially what happens, you choose one meta magic option you know, and you can use that meta magic option without expending sorcery points. How cool is that? That could. It's so it, cool. It sort it of makes mirrors, your, like, it mirrors hmm. the... The wizardly sort of one signature where, spell or like yeah. like whatever spell master yeah. or something like that. And um, but this is like yeah, one of your meta magics now you can use every time, sure. which means it's every like your signature thing. Uh, you can throw it yeah. onto it for free. For so free. every spell requires you not to speak or move, and they just happen. And, and anybody out there right now says, "Oh, it's such an overpowered thing." Again, I I refer you to twentieth level <laughs> druids. Um, who can pretty much stay in, in any sort of elemental form for as long as they want, indefinitely switching back and forth, essentially giving them unlimited hit points. Uh, like, come on. Mm, if we're talking on. about capstones the most, out there, yeah. the fact that now all of your cantrips are automatically distance spell cast. Or all ooh. of them have disadvantage. Like every spell you cast, like things have disadvantage on the saves. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Or every uh, spell you can reroll the damage. Or every spell you can cast as a bonus action now. At twentieth level, theoretically. At twentieth level, you why shouldn't you have such control over yeah. your innate magic? Or every spell you have advantage on the attack roll. And it, I mean, it's not like it. <laughs> it's not like you don't have the points, anyways, right? You've yeah. got at twentieth level one hundred and thirty-three points. Well, additionally, but you can yeah. only make one six, one seventh, one eighth, That's and one sure. ninth level a day. But you can. But you can cast everything else at fifth level <laughs> for as long as you want yeah additionally whenever you roll for initiative now we've also taken the old thing and made it a little bit better if you have no sorcery points you gain 40 back which is yeah enough for a couple of spells at that point yeah well <laughs> we have done we have played it. some 20th level fights um typically if you're doing if you're doing in a 20th level encounter uh and if you're doing two fights at 20th yeah. level in a day 
Um, I ran one last year where it was essentially one really, really big, long fight. Mm. Um, one giant map with really cool terrain that we'd set up on it. And I had it sort of split into several zones. And each time you entered the new zone, you sort of re-rolled initiative. And so that would be great for this sort of sorcerer because they'd be able to pick up a few extra sorcery points in each one of yeah. those, uh, which they would need because I made each of the zones kind of tough. Yeah. Finally, we won't get into specifics of the subclasses, but there are some changes that I feel have been necessary. More widespread changes that you can see across all of them. I've made a couple more that I just like. I've changed a couple of features. We don't need to go into each of those. But I think a big thing is giving every subclass two spells that they just like they they get for free as well. Yeah. It makes sense for them. You but know, again, and they're thematic and making, to the exactly, subclass. Exactly, thematic to the subclass. But hey, if that doesn't make sense for your character, you can now replace them whenever you gain a sorcerer level. You know, of course, they must come from the sorcerer spell list or something specified from whatever but list. Some that examples is, but, for us quickly. Uh, okay, say you are a storm sorcery. You know, yep. sorcerer. You gain fog cloud and thunder wave for free, which makes total sense. And thaumaturgy. Yeah, sure, why not? Which I feel is the whole booming voice, crackling noises. I guess. You know, slamming doors from wind, slamming them, or things like that. Very dramatic type exertion of magic, you know? Yeah. Uh, thunder wave makes sense. It's a big lightning crack type um, thunderous noise and, and you, fog cloud. You is might the have chosen some of these spells anyways. Exactly, but. but now it gives you room to choose something maybe that you wouldn't have had the chance to because now at first level, you know, these two plus two others plus four cantrips, right? Yeah. So you've actually got not bad spell selection. More cantrips, maybe, do you have more cantrips than the wizard? I'm not sure if you do. You have a lot of cantrips, you got less spells, but more to do with those spells, which I think has always been the key concept behind sorcerers, which you kind of wanted to maintain. Um, the spell list, I added a couple spells and removed some that I felt didn't make a lot of sense just to make, you know, sorcerers feel like you can really customize them still, you know? There's still a lot of options, um, which I kind of like as well. That they're still full casters, too. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of the subclasses that are still available that I made, there's wild do you, magic. Uh, and Do you think we well, could... Also, also each Do you think we could make that document shareable and put a link Probably, in the... Probably, yeah. This is version one. I'm sure there'd be many changes, of course, over well, the time. We, but We could put a link in the description below if you're... Yeah, sure. You want to read this? Uh, also, a wide-sweeping feature across all subclasses is now at second level, you gain an origin metamagic, which is a metamagic related to your subclass. You know, I think all storm sorcerers should get transmuted, but you can use it to change it to lightning or thunder for free. Just when you pick it up. And that's nice too, because, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of the spells in here, there isn't enough to balance out. Like I said, it's great if I said, hey, I'm going to be a fire guy, because there's a lot of fire a lot spells. Of fire spells. But then there's, there's other ones where it's just mm. like, um, I'm not sure that makes enough sense for me to be able to take it. But so, you know, I want to be a, a thunder guy, but... Um, there aren't that many thunder spells. Then I'm a bit like, uh, you know, back to the one I mentioned earlier, wouldn't it be cool if burning hands could be lightning instead? That would Boom. be neat. Now you can do that for free. And did that really change the game? Meh, not really. No. I mean, this the, the, the reason I, I sort of... Gave, I mean, you could still theoretically spend sorcery points to turn it to acid, but does that make sense? It doesn't make Probably any sense not. for my lightning guy. No, and so your DM would be like, 
Well, it's not what your sorcerer really can do. I don't think so. But if you they know. were, if my sorcerer was all about transmuting things, or maybe you say to your DM, "I call upon you know this thing, and I, I want to, I want it to rain acid rain." Maybe that makes maybe. more sense. Suddenly, or, or you, can you do could acid make damage. a sorcerer who is all about change and changing things and altering things. They'd all be about disguise self and alter self, and they'd be using their their spell points all the time to be altering things from one state to another. I mean, I, it kind of poops on the the transmuter wizards a little bit but um but in a different way mm. um not really i don't know but you, you could do stuff like this i think this is the point of when you're trying to build a class and subclasses is not to make one like a design that can only make one thing but to make something that people can continue to come up with their own creative ways to yeah create their vision of their character but also to separate it like i think it's really important to try and do some of these things with sorcerers so that it just doesn't feel like just a a variant on wizard yeah i agree yeah and so that is our new sorcerer for you yeah again i think there will probably be a link in the description description of this podcast click on it have a look at what we've made because i think i mean again you have any comments i don't know how do we have is there comments yeah you, you can you can, how do you do that? There, there's a contact us button on our website. Like I'm going like to leave a very strong worded review. <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, we uh, we will check the old mailbag. Yeah. All right. Thanks, folks. I hope you enjoyed, you know, at least some of that, you know, or inspired somehow, or maybe you want to take that into your own game or take parts of that into your own game. Or Please do DMs. You have players go out there, talk to each other, say, hey, is there any way we could do sorcerer better? Yeah, or um, even if you spend an hour telling us how much this sucks and doesn't make any sense, thank you for at least showing some engagement. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and at the very know, least, and to be honest, yeah. it doesn't. You don't have to limit this uh, spell point thing system to sorcerers. To sorcerers, it's in the back of the DM's. Or in the back of the DM's guide. You There's also make, got rules to adapting it to rangers and yeah, half casters. Yeah. You could you could put like this into too. your world if you're a world builder. Uh, just as a different way that magic works in your world. Yeah, or that some monsters use the system, you know, or some lich uses spell points, and then suddenly the people are like, isn't he out of third-level spell slots? How many third-level spell slots does this guy have, you know? And it's, it's like, he just keeps casting it all day long. I don't understand. What do you mean he casts Where whole all... person as a bonus action? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it does sort of, it would throw off your more experienced players who... Mm. Yeah, I, and I do this as well. It's I, I think it's the equivalent of counting cards at like a blackjack table, when you're sitting there and you're counting like how many how many third level spell slots has the the big bad evil guy thrown at you, and you're like, okay, he's got to be out of fireballs now, unless he's gonna upcast them and start chucking them at you know higher level slots, which mm. I have seen you know bad guys do that too. But um, but it does sort of make you sort of like you know less metagamey if you have no idea how many points this guy has yeah. and how many times they can do this it's true instead of being metagamers let's be meta magic yeah users that's right <laughs> putting the the meta back in magic and taking it out of gaming yeah okay i uh i gotta go uh, do you yeah where are you going uh i'm gonna go make a sorcerer oh oh okay I like it. Let's test this.
and, and come back and, and see results. Maybe we'll come back next week and we'll be like, guys, we messed up <laughs> and apologize for this whole episode. There may be an apology uh, podcast following this one. Yeah, or some errata or notes in the future. And yeah, I'd love again, love to hear your feedback, you and Radio Land. And yeah, thanks, thanks for sticking with us. And thanks for sticking with us. This has been Like Dragon, Like Sun. We can't wait to talk to you again next week. <laughs> Just a good one. Can't wait. Bye. Speaking to here. Okay, whatever. Goodbye. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.